And welcome back to the BEP. Another big week in fantasy land, people. We've had a couple of big dogs fall down. Uh, we've had a couple of interesting games. We've had the Giants completely forget to show up from a fantasy perspective and blow out of my, my uh, bowl prediction from last week, which was completely crappy. Um, but we do have Doe coming back. We don't have Nug because he's run out of fantasy juice uh, and has completely no inspiration. I don't think he's got a whole lot of other stuff going on, probably with a budgy knee and, and a whole lot of other suite of things. Um, but Mr. Doe, how's your fantasy week going? Uh, yeah, that was some sort of intro. I like it. The I had a actually it's went a okay last week. I've kind of had two good weeks in a row, which is the first time that's happened since probably like 2020 when I uh, got into the top thousand. I think I was like 600th that year or something. Not as high as you, mate. Uh, but yeah, it was weird having two weeks in a row. I almost didn't know what to do with myself. But uh, yeah, like I'm still ranked terribly and everything. And the team team just copped it up. JJ and Callie both get injured. So haven't even had a chance to look at what I'm going to do with my trades this week. But yeah, it's been, been hit from... Uh, from bloody the front, up, down, back, everywhere, the team's copping it. So I am all over the shop. My brain is scattered, to be honest. Like, everything I'm taking in on uh, placement at the moment, I'm just, I can't even think straight. So if I was incoherent then, genuinely, and I think I might be for the rest of the episode, but I'll do my best. Uh, did What did you score last week? I reckon I just beat you. Uh, I think I was like, yeah, just sub. Uh... 2300 um which was ironically my best score of the year and i still lost like 500 ranks i've been putting together some good scores and just slipping down the table slowly week by week oh, yeah so now we we get into after this week sort of the the where the uh men are separated from the boys if you will the... yeah the ghost ships will come in at some point surely yeah. Although they didn't last year to the point where they normally would, which was frustrating. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, it's a good thing as well. That means more people are playing the game and whatnot. But, yeah, it should be, yeah, should be an interesting uh, buy period. Get copping it with some rookies, which we'll talk about tonight, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, we got we got buyers to deal with. That's right. I've uh, I went and did my buy planning belatedly and you know, frustratedly, but I went and did it and then posted it on Twitter and everyone was like, "Oh, you forgot, guys!" And I'm like, "Oh, god damn it, I did too." So I had to redo it, but I think I've I've uh, sorted it out. A lot of round fifteen guys though, from memory. A lot of round fifteen guys. Have you done your planning? Uh, of yet? course not. I yeah, I'll go week by week. I did have a bit of a plan, and then the Kelly news came out, and it sort of just went belly up from the. Well, should I say Kelly up from there? Roy Kelly yeah, up. That was nice, pretty good. Nice. Yeah, that's that's the problem with buy planning. That's why yeah, some of the uh, the keen guys. I promise not to uh, give a drive by to fancy, so I'll pick someone else. Like um, I can't think of anyone else who's promoting. Really early buy planning. Oh, Stato. Um, Stato is talking about buys. Stato, he does love buy planning. Yeah, if you plan them more than like three weeks out, you cop even just one or two injuries, and it throws your plan completely out the wire. Like, there's no point. And there's so many trades left, and so many injuries that could happen that you don't need to plan it out too. Probably. Yeah, I've two, three weeks. I've never months. got shafted during the buys before. I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I usually you can kind of handle it shafted, but it's the plans that you put together that get wrecked too far. Yeah, that's true. Silly, but yeah. 
All right, should we jump into some jump into some games and see what's happening? I think happening? so. It looks like an absolute stinker tomorrow night, Sydney and Carlton. But in fantasy relevance, like Golden's probably the only swan that anyone has. Like, uh, yep. unless I'm missing someone. And then Blues, I do have I Doherty. So. Who I got him two weeks ago. He's been been a great two weeks. I think he's gone one thirty, one twenty. Oof. Uh, I missed him off the start and haven't bothered. But yeah. It's expensive. Though, yeah, well, it? I got him for a uh, uh, failed mid-pricer, so who I still had in my oh, team nice. two weeks ago. But yeah, he uh, he's been great and definite captain option. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got really worried. He like grabbed his hammy last week, and like BT thought he might have heard it, but and then he was like getting a rub after it, so maybe he just cramped up a bit. But yeah, there's a, a little oh, flag okay. there. I did hear something about that. Yeah. That is a fact. But definitely, yeah, like, there's not too many jump-out VC options, so he's one of them. Him and Goulden. I don't know. Can we trust Goulden? I think we can. You could VC him, yes. Yeah, probably. I think the other thing is uh, with, like, Laddams, he's he's going to be out for, like, ages. So, McAndrew, I wouldn't recommend getting him in just because... Hickey's back in this week, though. That's probably mm. the other big piece of it. Hickey played two weeks ago, though. And Darcy just killed him. And then he, oh, I okay. said injured, yeah, but true. I don't know if he was just dropped or what. But yeah, so be interesting, like with Pittanet and even uh, Tom DeConning back in. I think they could have a big day. But yeah, McAndrew's like cheap as, and he could get a good run in it with Laddams out. But yeah, they have the buy next week, so I just wouldn't wouldn't get him this week. Uh, the uh, Pittanet DeConning thing is interesting. I saw they re-signed. Pitternet for four years, and I thought they wanted to boot him out and make DeConning the number one man, so I don't know what's going on. Well, Pitternet for the last couple of years, has had the highest hit-out-to-advantage rate of anyone. So, of, like, the hit-outs he wins, he has the highest percentage of those hit-outs that actually, like, go to his players. So, he's actually, like, one of the most effective ball-up, like, yeah, like, stoppage ruckman. Because he is, oh, he's okay. like, according to the stats anyway, he's the best at hitting the ball to his players um, from the last couple of years. So, yeah, he's a bit of a, I think he's a bit underrated in, from that sense. But, yeah, uh, DeConning, I don't know. I, like, he can't, he can't kick. He doesn't really impact the game. And people say he's, like, still got time to grow and stuff. But, I mean, he is 23 and he, he hasn't shown, yeah. like, a lot, has he? No, not not for all his talk up. Like I've in a keeper league where people talk up how good Tom DeConning is going to be every week. I think there's a lot because people are trying to flog him all the time to someone else. Um, so there's a lot of talk up, but yeah, certainly highly rated in keeper circles. Yeah, but like I mean, tomorrow he could go well. This one's their key defenders aren't very big. Like they pretty much just got Francis and Malik in the Pelican, so he should. Like they'll obviously have to handle Colonel and Mackay, so we'll probably get Robbie Fox or something. Oh yeah, yeah, you should do well there. Um, but yeah, that's about as much as I can. Do you have any more on that game before we jump? Oh, yeah, to the I next think one? we jumped dangerously into just footy chat there. Uh, yeah, that's away. okay. People but love footy with, chat uh, with Walshy. So his uh, forward split, it's gotten. He needs to play forty percent of game time in the forward line this week to get full, yeah. to get forward status. Uh, and yeah, like I, I don't know, I wouldn't trust any of the other blues. Like he's the the CBAs are just changing all the time with them. So 
Like Chera was back in there massively last week. Kennedy only had 73% tog, and now Hewitt's back in the 22. So I just I just couldn't endorse any of the Carlton mids except for like Walsh if you can if you like him. Uh, but, I don't know about the Walsh DPP thing. Everyone talks it up like there's already heaps of good forwards. Yeah, I don't think he'll get it. Even if he was a forward, I probably yeah. Think it. Oh, he'd be F one, F one, F two, but I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to afford him. Probably more than one round pick him, but still, you've got Taranto and Dunkley and Zebel and Goulden and Rosie all in there. Mm, yeah, I, I don't think he will get it anyway. I reckon he won't get forty percent. He was in the midfield more like seventy ish last week, so he's. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen. But yes, we should move on. That was that was way too much. Yeah, let's, oh. let's have a look. Well, fortunately, the next game is uh, much less relevant. Uh, almost no changes. In fact, there is no changes except for the subs um, being cut from the St Kilda and Hawthorne game. And yeah, not a whole lot of fantasy relevance there. Uh, Jack Steele's back in form. Uh, you could do that for people that are looking for a a, uh, a change from Kelly or um, who was the other big injury, Oliver. Um, that's a possibility. Uh, he's expensive, but you'd have a bit of coin if you got those guys. Uh, and uh, who's the other one? Sick Dog against the Saints. Uh, sure to be a VC option if you if you've got him, and I think he's not that highly owned. Could you get him? I don't know what's his price. Yeah, he's so. seven ninety eight. Uh, he's He's one that I've been looking at because so he'd been playing key defender all year and then the last two weeks blank and uh who's the other cobber? Frosty. They've been down there. So it's meant that Sicily oh, okay. has played a bit looser. He's obviously had the big one twenty five or something last week. Uh had a big score the week before. And then yeah, after the game he actually even mentioned like he's been enjoying now that basically said that they've got the other guys there that he can play more of a roaming role. So when you add that in to the fact that the Saints uh, give up like 14 points above average to defenders, I think he's a great shout. Like, honestly, this will probably be... this. There's, according to all like the stats and everything, there's every reason this week should be his biggest score of the year. Uh, so yeah, I'm... I'm oh, keen okay. on him, yeah, well, that's uh, true. but I, I don't know if he's top six defender still. The the top six defenders are elite, so the defenders are very good. Yeah, yeah but he's definitely cheap, like under price, seven ninety eight, I reckon. Oh yeah, and he's much better than what have I? I got Tom Stewart staring at me. I could I could trade him in for a sick dog. He's not that much less. I wouldn't do it because I've got other problems, but that'd be something you could. Look yeah, at. definitely. If you're blessed enough to not have any of the bullets this week, then for sure. And uh, yeah, I got Sinclair three weeks ago. He was shit assed two for two of them, but then last week he went pretty much made up for it all in one week with a 140, uh, which was it was a very fun Sunday evening. I got to uh, watch. I needed Sinclair to go massive to beat Doss in uh, the Content Creators Cup, and he. Oh, I haven't listened to Pod Pod. I've got to see if Doss mentions it. I think I lost that. Did, yeah, do they talk they up? They do, the, they do. The content yeah, creators come. They talk about okay. it every week. But Doss might have avoided I listen it. listen when I beat sleep. them then. But yeah, Sinclair went big. So yeah, Sinclair's another one who, like, he's he's close enough to top six. But I think, you look at his scores this year, he's gone on a bit of a yo-yo, so he's not super reliable. 
But yeah, in terms of midfielders, if you're still clinging on to Warple and you you can trade him, then absolutely trade him. He's he's made his money. He's like he's probably going to consistently give us like 80s now, but he doesn't have that like big ceiling game in him, I don't think. So yeah, Warple could go for sure. You look like you've got signed. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep be keeping Warple. Um, that said, getting rid of him is a bit of a luxury. But uh, yeah. Not too much from that game, I wouldn't have thought. Marshall uh, Vice? Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no, because I remember, was it English? Yeah. got effectively towed up by Reeves what? when we thought he was going to go big a few Towed weeks up back. is a stretch, but he, he got restricted. Yeah, well, he didn't. He got 90, and we thought he was going to go to 170. It's not a captainable score, I would say. You know, that was the week that Marshall went. 160, I think, and then I didn't have Marshall, so I put the C on on English, and he got a 90. And I'm like, Ugh. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. What's the the next game? Uh, we have the D's up against Frio. Nah, man, uh, what do we got? Yellop. Yeah, only it doesn't say it says Wallyop, but it doesn't say Nam on this one. Uh, that is odd. Oliver's out, as we know. Lockie Hunter's been suspended. Uh, James Jordan's a sub. Michael Walters is injured. I didn't know that. Uh, James Thompson, Tom, Tom Sparrow in. Yeah, obviously Oliver's an interesting one. Uh, I don't know what you do with Jelly and Oliver. You probably go to some of the big dogs, someone like a Merritt or a, or a Brayshaw or... Yeah, there's a, there's a few options depending on who you haven't got. Uh, I'm liking Brayshaw in this one, and maybe even Petrarca to, to pick up some of that um, Oliver ball. Although he already gets a lot of ball, so I don't know if he's going to get a lot more ball. Um, but I think he's a he's an option to pick up. He's been going pretty well, hasn't he? Yeah, he had a he was a bit quiet last week, but before that, he was in raging form. Uh, yeah, I I do really like the tractor. He was a good option for me. Uh, yeah, the the midfield, what do you think will happen with the midfield with so obviously Oliver's in there like eighty five percent of the time. That's a eighty five percent that's gotta be replaced. Do you think that gets spread around to like Harms, Sparrow, Brayshaw and all them, or do you think one of them gets a Yeah, massive... I think maybe especially with uh Salem coming back in, uh so Brayshaw wouldn't need to play back as much. So he's probably gonna pick up a decent chunk of it. Um, what have they named? Who have they got on their centre line? They've got Sparrow in the centre. Milne was big, if anyone listened last week. Massive on um, working, having a look at where players are, uh, um, yeah, are picked on, in the team squads, which is odd, because usually it means nothing. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Often, often they're just lies. Yeah, I find it. Well, I have a friend who uh, he believes that coaches should be forced to name start players where their names like he thinks it should be a free okay. kick against if they're not put in the position free kick against their names for like the first bounce of the game then they can move around but and it should, should also cost clubs like ten thousand dollars each time they make a late change well when we talk about geelong i'm predicting a late change in that game oh really yeah. it's like who was it collingwood who, who brought um darcy cameron in at the last minute you're like that was pretty obvious yeah, you hate late changes I hate, especially, it's because our bloody Bep League's locked on Friday night, so you get late changes, you're just screwed. There's no rolling lockout. Well, that's if you're lucky enough to even have someone on the bench. So, uh, 
that's true. Put on. It's usually like my guys are on the bench not playing, and then suddenly they get late changed in, and you can't use them. You're like, yeah. God damn it! Always the way. Uh, yeah, from that game, I don't think there's any rookies that are relevant. And, yeah, we sort of covered off Oliver, covered off Brayshaw. Like, Sarong, I wouldn't recommend to trade in now, but if you have him, he's not an issue. Uh, Darcy could struggle against Gorn and Grundy. Like, that's always a tough yep, ask. I wouldn't be recommending Darcy doing yeah. captaincy or vice-captaincy there. He'll be fine. Um, no need to get rid of him. And he'll, he'll get you in. 80, 90. It'll be okay. Right, yeah. Yeah, Brayshaw definitely probably is the one if you're trading out Oliver or Kelly that you could grab with a bit of confidence. He's been going very, very well yep. lately. Sort of looks like he's in some good form. And yeah, I think he, he'd probably be a pretty high vice captain option for me this week. I'd be saying so, yeah. He's on my list. Yeah. All right. Onwards we march. Uh, Cats and the Giants. Oh, okay. Now, the uh, the teams are obviously reasonably important here. Certainly, Josh Kelly is out. Uh, Harry Himmelberg's out for those uh, keeper fans like myself. Uh, Nick Haynes is out. He's been talked up, especially in draft circles, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and anyone who bothered picking up Cameron Fleet, yeah, he's out as well. Yeah, a bunch of people him. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's really interesting. So with Himmelberg was playing back last week, and Haynes was too. Who are both out, so their key defender stocks are getting pretty thin, which I, I reckon is why the cats are going tall. But so you look at their back line, uh, they I cannot see Sam DeConning playing back. I think Segler will be, I'll oh, put it out there now. I can Segler will be a laid out, and DeConning then will go play Ruck with Blitzars like they did for the couple of weeks before he broke his nose. Uh, yeah, that's oh, okay. my prediction. If it, if it happens... Yeah, they seem a bit... Him and Guthrie seem a bit samey. I don't know, maybe it's that they, they've both got that white long hair that seem, everyone at the cat seems to have, but I always think they play similar. Conning and Guthrie. Uh, yeah. Except for the fact that they're like 20 centimetres different. Ah, yeah, forget that. <laughs> forget that, that little part. I, Obviously don't watch enough cats. I get games. what you mean, but yeah. Like the Conning's a giant, but I actually That's do true. understand what you mean. He can play ruck whether no one else about can. the hair situation. Uh, who are they? Yeah, was it? They've got like five guys with like long blonde hair. Yeah, well, with uh, with well, it's just the surfer boys down Geelong. You know, and probably that's true. Straight in, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with Cali out, what happens in the Giants' midfield? Anything much change? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if someone like um, Callahan gets a spike. Like, they've got to bring someone like that in. Uh, he's been named in the centre. Who else has been named? Uh, not too much. I don't think... Well, I don't know if, if Cogs has really ever played that much forward, but he wouldn't be playing forward anymore. So um, he's a definite option, I think, from your, uh, your Kellys and your... Oliver's um, going some like Cox, Cogs. Not Cox. It's a terrible option. Um, he, I think he'll go better if we get a spike. Finn Callahan, yes. Perryman, probably. Um, and Angwin's job security, if anyone's still Angwin on him, it's probably getting better. Yeah, especially because Kelly kind of gets that inside-outside role. So Freak gives that extra bit of wing time for Angwin. I agree. I reckon Callahan will see. He definitely, like... 
a spike for him is from zeros because he was plays on the wing would be from like That's zero true. to 30. But I think that will happen. And then, yeah, Perryman, I think will, um, he had to go down back last week because they had like three, two or three defenders go off injured. But yeah, I think he will go, he'll definitely get a bit more in there. Cogs is num, I don't even, I definitely don't have them handy, but his numbers when like they've been, like when Tom Green was out, he went massive. And he sort of has done that last year, I think, a bit too, when they had guys go out of the midfield. So he's definitely one to look at with Kelly out. And, uh, yeah, who were they? Well, the Cats are the other team. There's not really anything interesting. Yeah, the they, debutant? Uh, yeah, the debutant, who I've never heard of, and I can't even pronounce him. Oisin Moulin? Apparently, have you, do you hear? Apparently, he's like a massive deal in Ireland. He's, oh, okay. Uh, so he's only... The Irish players tend to go he's okay. played like two VFL games, two or three VFL games. Okay. So he came over like only a month ago. And yeah, he apparently is like the Nick Dacos of whatever the Gaelic Football League is called. Oh, That's really? That's what he said. Well, you could do worse. Uh, well... Our rookies, our rookie, new rookies this week are pretty low, so yeah, you can have a punt on that. Might be okay. I don't know what his job security is like, but I, I don't think there's many better options. Might be okay. Yeah, I I think you'd be, you definitely would. I wouldn't be recommending it, but if you could only get a 200k guy and it was him or O'Donnell from the Bulldogs, I'd take the punt on him. But O'Donnell's like 200. Oh god, how has he not got? Well, he scored. I've like got O'Donnell because I ten two weeks in a row. <laughs> Yeah, but what's what's his? Has he not gone past his break even? Aren't the break evens nah, negatives for like you guys? 20. Yeah, are they twenty twenty five? He certainly hasn't gone past. Yeah, that. he's been no. been struggling. Oh, I can't even get rid of him. He's gonna just be chalking up a spot in my defense. Might be handy to get a ten during the buys, I guess, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of jotters and the Bulldogs, there we're Saturday night against the Suns, I believe. And yeah, yes. our only change I know was JJ obviously was out, and then McNeil was a sub. He just comes into the twenty-two. What have the Suns done? Looks like it, yeah. Uh, the Suns are gone. Ellis out, Sam Day out, Sean Lemmers out. Your mate Ben Long comes in, and Joel yeah. Jeffrey, who I don't know too much about Joel Jeffrey. I remember the name, but I can't remember. Yeah, why. he he's like a dynamic forward, sort of one of those. Oh, Ailey okay. Fritch in between is who can like take a mark. Oh yes, good athletically. He's I really rate him. I really I hope he doesn't do well on Sunday. But yeah, all right, Jeffrey and yeah, JJ out is so Bevo's press conference is very interesting. He flagged like heaps of things. He said Caleb might go to halfback. He said Crozier might oh, okay. come in. He said Vandermeer might come in and go to halfback. And Vandermeer and Crozier both didn't come in. And I don't think you'll put Lockie McNeil there. So I reckon... They've got Alex Keith on the emergency list. Did you see him coming in? Nah. Let's change. Nah, they were, they're pretty happy with O'Brien, uh, Jones, and Gardner at the moment. But yeah, oh, so okay. I reckon O'Donnell's going to go to the back line, which is where he played in the VFL, and scored all right. But you'd still be nuts to bring him in this week. But yeah, if you have him, you can oh, have yeah. a bit of... Cautious optimism that he might actually oh, I'll score take cautious this optimism week. That he might get off 200k at some stage. Yeah, he might score 30 this week. <laughs> Could happen. Hurrah! But yeah, 
In terms yeah. of when I trade him in in two weeks, I'll get three bucks. Yeah, but yeah, rest of that nice. game. I think Bailey Smith is actually an option now. He's sort of playing the most balanced footy so. of his career, and he's definitely cracked his way into those top six forwards. Uh, Jack McRae also he's like pretty much a lock now to get DPP. So he's yeah. Yeah, is he gonna? What's he's been scoring all right recently? He scored he? nearly one twenty last week, one seventeen or something. Oh, okay. But like all our mids, we absolutely just dominated the crows. And yeah, so if that happens again, uh, it would make me worried about the Suns mids and guys like Atkins and all them, just because there's not yeah. that much footy to go around. But yeah, Bailey. He he's been on my list of maybe get rid of for like a month, and I haven't been able to do it. But I might just. Might be all right to McRae, keep McRae, is that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely keep him now. Because, yeah, he's probably probably sneaks into, like, F6, maybe. Um, the Suns are all overrated, though. I've got so many Suns in my midfield. It does help with the buy situation, but I'm looking at Anderson, Raul, Fiorini, and Atkins, and they're all underperforming. How is Atkins underperforming? Oh, well, he's not. I guess for what I bought him for, yeah, you were right. What did he get an eighty or a ninety or something? Yeah, he's gone. Get off, get get off the rat. He's got. He hasn't got above ninety. He hasn't gone below eighty. Well, not in my team anyway. Yes, he got seventy-five. So he's averaging like eighty-six in his last five, I think. I still would want better for for a guy. If I'm going to keep him in my midfield, he needs to get better than that. I suppose realistically, I won't for more than a month. After the bias, he can get stuffed. Yeah, you can get stuffed for Hayden on the rat too. He's my boy. Nah, I can't. I, I love I can't. him. And the Fiorini, I probably had too much expectation of Fiorini. I thought he was going to come in and get some midfield time and do what he used to do. I thought it was an absolute bargain. But for what I, he was when I bought him, I suppose he's done all right. He's an 80 guy. Nah, he's flopped. Yes. What about all the other, I mean, I don't even listen to the other podcasts, but apparently they are all big on Bailey Humphrey this week. What do you think of him? Everyone's been big on Bailey Humphrey, yeah. I think he's really expensive yeah. uh, he's, um, for what he is. If the game goes how I he's think good. it will, don't, don't he's going to score 40. And 432 is a lot so much what money. Did he, get? he got a 90, like, yeah. What did Wardlaw get? I'd be, I'd be going him. Didn't he get an eighty or a high seventy? Yeah, he, he, yeah, I'm expecting the classic. I like Wardlaw game from Wardlaw where he comes off like his debut and really struggles, but obviously we can hope that doesn't happen. Uh, oh, actually, back to Saints Hawks with Filippo. Definitely would be loopholing him. He got up the ground heaps more with King back last week. Oh, okay. So I haven't had Filippo in. All oh, right. Um, he's still rocking, yeah, still rocking in my squad. Uh, a lot of people probably are still rocking. But yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably give him a jersey this week, or at least a loophole oh, okay. jersey. Uh, because yeah, I think he, I think he can give like an eighty against the Hawks if all goes to plan, which would just be fantastic. Um, oh yeah, you take that. Yeah. Uh, West Coast and the Dons. Uh, interesting, interesting changes here. We'll start off on West Coast. Hey, um, Cheese has been omitted. Now, I don't know how you get omitted from the Eagles. You must be terrible. I don't think he was that bad. Oh, he... um, I've still got him on my bench. Got a 30, I suppose. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. And, yeah, um, yeah not great. The ins, though. The old boys uh, are back. Notable ins. 
Yeah, yeah. Shannon Hearn, Tom Barras, Luke Edwards, and Elliot Yo. He's cheap. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think he'd get picked ever or be fit ever. But he is cheap. If he can show, oh, I really, even if he had a good performance this week, I'd have no confidence he's not going to injure himself again. But, yeah, if he gets a 90, you'd have to have a look at it, wouldn't you? Just on the sheer cheapness and the potential. You'd have to have a look, but it'd be a quick look for me. What do you, Sheed is one I think worth a serious look at. He's He popped like a Sheed. big score last week and the week before. That's the Hawks, though. Well, well the week before is probably more interesting. Mm. Uh, who was the week before against? Uh, you really, I mean, I'm going this entire podcast without looking at anything except your face. Oh, okay. I had the Suns before that and Richmond before that, so that's, that's like too much. What's he got? Uh, he's got Essendon this week, which will go okay. And then uh, Collingwood, which will go badly. And then Adelaide in Adelaide, which will go badly. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd go sheet. Uh, seven twenty-one is also not very cheap. Mm, yeah, he's probably made the money, so yeah, probably good, good call by yeah. you. Yeah, uh, bombers uh, on yeah. the bombers side. Yeah, uh, Ambrosio out, Phillips out, uh, Alwyn Davy out. Oh, am I still rocking Alwyn Davy? Yes. God damn it. Um, that's another bench hit. Been hit of the bench all over the place. Uh, Dylan Shield comes back in, as so does Laverde and Guelphy. But Shield, would you imagine? Shield coming back in is going to affect Hobbs for anyone who's getting Hobbs or has Hobbs. That is massive, Shield being back in. Oh, that so. reminds me of Frio uh, with Fife. He's getting, he's so cheap. He's nearly the price of Humphrey. And Longmuir said he's not going to get subbed out this week and he's basically going to play full time okay. mid. So, like, Alrighty. Ooh, yeah, that that's. Is cheap. That's interesting. That's almost more That's interesting spicy. than Hobbs. It's because, yeah, Shield in. So. Shield has huge impact. Shield's like a. He'll be a full time mid. So that has a massive impact there on Hobbs. Yeah, yeah, I think if you wouldn't, you wouldn't be, you couldn't be getting Hobbs. And if you had him, I don't think he was cheap enough. He's probably not worried about it, but he's not going to have the impact you maybe thought he was. Mm. They talked up. I don't know if you've listened to traders the last couple of weeks, but they've just been in Hobbs town. They've been talking up Hobbs flat out. Hobbs fantasy land. Uh, nice. Yeah, what about the stream, the package? Look at their oh. next two games. West Coast and North. This Could has come up in? like the last three weeks. Stringer, stringer, stringer. stringer. I, t- I still... Every week that gets talked up, and I don't think he's got any scores of note. No. He had that 115, then he's gone 62, 62, and... 62. I know, but like, uh, I wouldn't be touching but, it. Surely he'll kick five against West Coast. Nope. He's going to get 62. All right. um, six goals, two. Well, 62. <laughs> <laughs> two goals, six. String. Yeah, no, um, we'll see. It's possibility, and like you could get lucky. That is actually West Coast and North, now you mention it. I know. How good is it? Ooh, That's why it's the very good. Interesting. And Carlton. That's not bad mm. either. They, the wheels oh, could be yeah, off Carlton look, by then. Voss could be gone. If they, if they lose their next two, I reckon that like, Icon Park would get set on fire by some Carlton supporters. Do you see someone smash the um, the window at Icon Park? Oh, that's, come on, that's guys. It's so pathetic. It it's bad. quite Not funny. The supporters like, are the supporters, like, supporters get angry 
Parliament supporters like get more than angry. Like they, like it's next level. They're like vitriol towards their club and coach and stuff. Like they are fuming. Right yeah. Now. It's funny, yeah, but just I don't know. Bulldog supporters probably by and large are pretty quiet, just like Lion supporters. Like we, if we go badly for years at a time, people just stop talking about the Lions. You don't hear anyone bad mouth them. You just don't hear anyone mention it at all. The supporter base just dies in the arse. Yeah, we pretty much have the same thing, except all the media hate Bevo, so anytime we're going bad, because, I mean, he's oh, riled okay. up enough of them, but we just get pot, we get attacked, usually. Except Barrett. He loves Bevo. Barrett? Oh, yeah. They're great yeah. mates, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Oh, uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting man, Damo. Oh, he's weirdo. Bevo is bloody hilarious, though. Like, you listen to some of his press conferences and the things that bloke says, like... He comes out with, like, he makes... I've seen him, he tries to make, like, really statesman-like quotes, but then just fucks them up and he comes out and says something weird. Yeah, he... Yeah. And, like, he just get... Like, there was one press conference where they asked him about, like, who was an option to come in for some player... And he listed eight different guys. And <laughs> nice. then that three hours later, when the teams got announced, the guy he didn't mention was the guy who came into the team. Uh, it's like, just so unnecessarily cagey by him. Like He know he knows the oh, team yeah. by that time. And then he just doesn't talk. I can't remember who it was. This was like a year ago. But yeah, it was just bloody funny. Yeah, you see some of the coaches, they just hate doing the presses. And they're just guys like Hardwick and um, Simpson, and there's a few others. You just can see them, they just hate it. Mm. And then you've got coaches which just go in there and screw around with the journos. And they get asked terrible questions, to be fair. Like, they. Yeah, some of them. They just get asked headline drumming questions. They don't ask him anything about the actual game. Like, they'll just be like, oh, what do you yeah. think of this guy's performance or something? Like,. Yeah, and the grabs you see are all... Yeah, you're right. They're all headliny stuff that gets on the news. Because sometimes I watch Vags' presser and the, the full thing goes for like three and a half minutes. And it's really pointless. You're like, what was the point of that? But yeah, you, you snip a bit out of context and they make good video. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sunday games. Let's not get yes, too off track again. Richmond and Port. We're already off track. Um Richmond off port. Uh, Richmond will be interesting. I wonder if they get the no coach bounce back. Uh, Sam Banks is in, whoever he is. Uh, I actually think I had Sam Banks at one point in the my bep team before I got rid of him when he wasn't getting picked. Hugh Jackson's in. Uh, two new guys that could be interesting. Hugh Jackson. Uh, Hugh Jackson, not Hugh Jorgen for listeners right. at home. Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson, the actor. Isn't that Hugh? Someone else. That's Hugh Jackson. Is it Hugh Jackson? The Wolverine. No, I don't think that's you, Jackson. It is. That's you. Oh, now I'm going to have to look at it myself. Uh, Wolverine actor. If people at home will just be yelling at the thing going, I know who it is. Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah, not sorry, Hugh Jackson. Aaron. You were pretty close. You were pretty close. Sorry. Yeah, I had a mental black as well. I'm like, it's Hugh Jackson, someone. Jackson, um, yeah, there's not much with the teams there, is there? But. Yeah, Richmond, nope. it's just a bit of a wait and see, I reckon. It could be could be interesting what happens. 
with the new coach. Yeah, are they going to throw the Magnus around? Mm, I don't know. Very hard to know. Bring new guys in. Not sure. Your mate Butters is going pretty well. Oh, he, I really hate to say it, but he's a genuine option. <sighs> Uh, that game he played last week, I was listening to it on the radio as I drove down to the coast, and it was amazing. Um, I could have done them without them saying how good Butters was and how he was in all-strain form and how he was going to win the Brownlow and how he had the best stats of any third year, whatever player, year player he is of all time. And I was like, oh, guys, just shut up about Butters. Um, but they all made good points. Uh, 148. He's gone 111. 118, 148. He's still only 842. Oh, I just can't bring myself to do it. But he's got a run of Richmond, Hawthorne, the Bulldogs, and the Cats leading into the bye. That's actually not bad. Well, I can't believe. If you want to come off the big kids that have injured and save some money, yeah, you could do that. I can't believe that you've almost been converted to a butter's believer. I'm not going to do it myself, and I hope to God that he burns everyone, but if I'm giving people legitimate fantasy advice, that's that's not bad. Yeah, he's going well. But, yeah, if you pick him and, it, and he turns out um, poorly, I'm going to laugh at you. Yeah. But if he goes well this week, I might have to think about it next week. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah obviously the other main thing in that game is Tirano just Stock standard if you want to win yep. 15. Tarano's captain. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing with my VC, but my C's going on Tarano. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be <laughs> pissy if you were the Tarano though, wouldn't you? You got you come in, you've been sold. You're going to be in this big flag team, and it all falls apart, and suddenly you're left holding the shit. Yeah, together. that is true. They were meant to be like the they were meant to be the Tom Mitchell, what Tom Mitchell the Collingwood was. Yep. To uh. They were paying, I remember on the eve of round one before they had their first game, they were paying less than Brisbane was for the premiership. Yeah, it ain't can... Like four bucks, yeah. That's nice. People, the Tigers army just get behind. Yeah, I love it. It was nuts. But, uh, yeah, they, they're they a bit like Carlton, but, I mean, they've had the success recently, so they can't get too mad. Um, who else is playing on Sunday? Uh, Collingwood and North. Now, jumping into your areas, I actually heard someone mention a potential tag for Dacos, but I don't know who they bother, who they've got to tag him with. Yeah, North struggling. Uh, they are. Jeez, yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah, no, no outs. I think oh, Liam Shields is out um, for North, but it's a squ- it's his Sunday game. Squads only, no outs, no real. Oh, Ben Cunnington's come back in. Your mate. Still an extended um, bench. I think Drury, Drury will almost definitely be out. He was woeful last week. Was bad. And yeah, like he, I mean, he didn't look right. And then he was in the injury report with like a strained adductor or something, which makes sense because he just didn't look like he could move. But yeah, I doubt he'll play. So it's probably another red dot for a lot of people. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bench. I don't know if anyone's getting field bread dots, but there'll be really skinny benches this week. Yeah, I'd, I like Dacos. You probably have to look to patch that up coming into the buyers. I'd imagine if you've got no one on the bench. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, I mean, I was going to try and do that this week, but I have to trade Kelly and JJ anyway. I'm going to get rid of a. Oh, okay, I'm going to get rid of a rookie, but I'm certainly going to be um, looking to patch up a red dot somewhere as well. Oh, that's the other thing. Um, Old mate Fahey or Fahey or whatever his name is for the Giants did not come in. Like, 
what does that guy have to do? He's getting 170s in the PFL every week, and they're not the GWS are not travelling that well. Yeah, I saw a good tweet before. It's like Constable Fahey and Baitel have averaged for a hundred disposals every week for the last like month, and they can't get in. Oh yeah, and then um. This bloke from Ireland comes over, plays two VFL games, and comes in for the Cats. So, yeah, who knows what fun. Yeah, the other one that keeps knocking on the door, if you read those, I don't know you read those in the State League articles or whatever it is, Paddy Dow dominates everyone. Well, he's, now, I thought he's, he's not mid- great, but neither he's are the Blues. List, is he? I thought he... Doesn't he still play for the Blues VFL team? Yeah, but I or do they, don't... they cut I him completely? I thought he got delisted. Maybe not. Oh, maybe. I thought I saw something in... No, I could be wrong. Yeah, but it wouldn't surprise me. Well, and I read um, Silvani was looking at picking him up next year for the Saints. Okay, so that's interesting. That is interesting. Um, but where do we get up to? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Dacos, Dacos for captain, and I mean, yep. she's and she's, she's on the draw. But yeah, Wardlaw. If you don't have him, definitely yeah, get like, Job security is good. So get him. He's still cheap. What is he like? Three twenty-seven. Yeah, that's not for job security and decent scoring. Yeah, if he has another eighty, his price will fly too. So, oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Get on. And um, Darcy Moore is in some serious form. Like for draft leagues, um, I'd be grabbing him off if he's still on on the waiver for anyone. I picked him up in a couple of leagues. Um, did you, if you saw him play last week, he dominated. That was an amazing game from a defender. Yeah, three votes, hopefully. Yeah, the record record number of intercept marks, I think. Oh, I think they shaved it down. There was one, like, oh, yeah, did they? got put back to 10 or something. Oh, mm. okay. Well, that's annoying, but he did crush it. Um, that set Carlton up very good. Uh, last game of the round, we got the Lions, the Mighty Lions, in a particularly tough task, actually. Um, playing Adelaide in Adelaide at 4.40 on Sunday, which is a blockbuster game. It just had a disgusting, disgusting time slot. Yeah, um, match of the round, I reckon. Harry, Harry Sharp omitted. That's a big one. And nothing else too much to talk about. Daniel Rich is in. Big for draft leagues. Darcy Gardner's in. Dev Rob uh, has been named, but I guess these are squads. Dev Rob, Madden, Cockatoo, Fulton. Fulton's been in huge form in the VFL. The Lions VFL team is just dominating. They haven't lost a game. Uh, who we got in in the Crows? Uh, Haitley, Worrell, McHenry, Thilthorpe. Thilthorpe's interesting from a keeper league's perspective. Taylor Walker and Tom Doody. Uh, yeah, a few captain options here. I think Neil will do all right. He's been in pretty good form. Uh, and then Dawson will probably do quite well against our forwards who can be a bit patchy when they're away from home. Uh, and Laird's back in form as well. So, yeah. Would you would you trade in Laird if you've lost those two big guys, you think? Yeah. He's, I mean, when it comes... Uh, we sort of say it a few times. When it comes to those guys, like, you've just got to... There's nothing we're going to say about Laird or Andy Brasher or something that you don't already know. Like, you just got to back yeah. yourself in. Uh, what did you mean with Dawson when you said against the forwards? Uh, the forwards tend to be patchy when they play away from home. Probably the last three or four weeks they haven't been. But, um, yeah, Hipwood and Danaher especially have been not fantastic against decent 
um, defenders. So I think there's points to be had against those Lions forwards when they're not playing at home. But he, yeah, if you remember the Bulldogs game. He's just like in the midfield though. But oh, he doesn't play back. Yeah, much. he's like full time. I don't watch a lot of. Oh, okay. Don't don't watch a lot of gross well, games. Well, you'll find out. I reckon. Yeah, it, I mean, it'll just come down to like with Dunkley and Neil and all of them. It'll just come down to what midfield wins really, um, and whatever midfield yeah, wins will probably win the game. <laughs> like it's. I'd back the I'd back our midfields over their midfield, our forward line. I'm not 100 percent too sure of, and at, yeah, with um, Jackson Payne got injured. Not there, not Jackson yeah. Payne. They had a big thing about this in the on the Lions podcast or the Rip Off Line podcast that Michael Whiting and Dom Fay do. Uh, Jackson Payne used to play for the Lions about five years ago, and then they they delisted him and then brought in someone called Jack Payne. Um, so it is real confusing. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it's definitely Jack Payne and not Jackson Payne. Yeah, but he's he's been he's been killed at this this year. So not having him um, against Taylor Walker and Co. Have been in pretty good form. Could be interesting. Yeah, it should be. It should be a good game for hopefully um, the neutrals like myself to watch to finish off the week. But yeah, I mean, I don't have. Game on Sunday. I don't have any of Dawson, Laird, or Dunkley, so it could also be very painful for me. Oh, you don't have Dunkley? Nah, it was great for the first like five weeks. For the first half a dozen weeks, and then he's been fighting for. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, this is. Peak of the year, not starting him. He's dropped a hundred k. He's averaging just over like he's averaging like eighty five, and then he just went fuck just went you. Bang. Um, what did he do last week? I think he was all right last yeah, week. He was good last week. Hundred and twenty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ashy hold him till he's by. Yep. I think so. You did you get rid of him last yeah, week? Yeah, but. Thank yeah. God I got rid of him for merit and vice captain merit. Oh, that's so true. It made it worth it. Yeah, but I mean, you'd be it would have been. In, I think if you can if I it. traded Warpool instead of Ashcroft, I also would have been forty points better off. But it is what it is. That's true. It is what it is. I wanted my man, and I got him. Yeah, I think Nug traded Ashcroft the week before. He's gone back to back one twenty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Nug. a beast. Um, but yeah, I haven't got a whole lot else tonight. No, I haven't, and we forgot to put out a questions post. Uh, if anyone's got questions. I don't know, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm happy to answer questions if you've got them. Um, but I forgot to put anything out, so can't do any live on the pod. And Yeah, look, if you... I don't know if we checked out our break-evens from last week, did we? Not our break-evens, our um, bold predictions. I think bold predictions, it's it uh, might go into a bit of a rest period. Yeah. Well, I mean, true. the it's bold no predictions team is cactus anyway. Is it? I haven't checked in a couple of weeks. Uh, well... We probably well, to be to fair, we weren't meant to be week, responsible so. for that. But That's yeah, true. We, and then we kind of had to save it, and then we have we have other things we do. So yeah, shit happens. Sorry, everyone. One one less one less person to have to compete with in terms of ranks. Yeah, yeah. There's a ghost ship that'll start coming backwards. From, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was kind of sad. It was going well too, but it was doing all right there for a while, and then it yeah fell. Yeah. Out. We'll still put up the bold predictions because I think oh, yeah. there's the people that like doing it, but I don't think it's going to have is. any meaning for the rest of the year. What was yours last week? I did Marshall 160, but to be fair, that was dependent on Flynn playing and then Briggs played. Oh, that's and then true. I, yeah, and then Flynn's just been cut this week. I also did Jai Simkin 130. We probably should have talked about him uh, being like full-time yeah. mid with LDU out. I think that's worth looking yeah, at. Yeah, I'm... 
I'm um, interested in... Milne was high on that last in week. In, like, Callie to Simkin and JJ to Baz Smith. That's how I'm looking at. Can you afford that? Yeah, Callie to Simkin's, like, 190k. Oh, yeah. And what's what's JJ? Would JJ get decent money in the end? He's, like, 640-ish. Because what you brought him in originally because he was cheap. Yeah, he's like four four fifty ish when I got him. Yeah, he made some good coin. Yeah, and I mean he would have kept going. He was That's going true. well in the game too. But it was yeah, very sad. Really, really hurts one of my draft leagues. He was uh, massive for me, but it is what it is. Yeah, that'll happen. Nasty. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, let's finish it up so we can get yeah. to bed. So you can. We can you can do your editing and then get up at. Doe's got to get up at. Was it five o'clock? Nah, quarter, six, quarter, well, quarter yeah, six? six. It's not not that bad. Yeah. Any tradies listening to this would just be laughing. It's right like now. two a.m. Perth time for those guys. Ugh. Yeah, when you put it like that. That's Perth nah, chumps. Morning gym. <laughs> morning gym is the go. Maybe I'll do a poll if you're a morning exercise person or an evening exercise person. Oh, definitely exercise for mine. I like to go running. At you know, half past eleven. Yeah, I mean, I I don't understand it, but to be fair, you don't understand me getting up early in the morning. So I don't understand you. It's actually mornings is one of those things where I really hate getting up, and I just can't do it. But if I ever drag myself out of bed, and then you get going, it's actually nice to be up in the mornings and then have done stuff before the day starts. But I just can't mm. physically get up. That's the best thing I've been getting to school or placement whatever you want to call it and i'm like yeah i've been awake for like the last two hours two and a half hours already done stuff and yeah you feel good but then it gets to this time of night and i'm genuinely just wrecked yeah physically wrecked like tired but yeah i am being a sort my life is fine so everything's good I do park runs on Saturday morning and they start at 8 o'clock and I always struggle to get there in time. But once they're finished, you feel Well, if you're going for runs at 11.30 the night before, you may as well just keep going, mate. Yeah, that's true. Just just power through. Run run to the nightclub on the way home. Yeah, just go nuts. That would be interesting. Uh, But yeah, let's wrap her up there. Yep. See you, bye, Beppers. See you, everyone. See you all.